Welcome to Musings of a Middle-Aged Man. I am your host, David Olson. The white man's God is just like the white man. He thinks he is the only God, just like the white man thinks he is the only man. Yajasi. The rationale in nature behind the two primary sexes is the propagation of the species. This is accomplished when the male sperm fertilizes the female's egg. There is no biological necessity driving differentiated sexes other than the need to procreate. Sexual procreation helps ensure the fittest species survive by combining divergent genetic material ensuring a non-homogeneous gene pool making a species less susceptible to attack by a single predator such as smallpox, the Black Death, or, in more recent memory, COVID-19. I am purposely keeping this essay focused on sex, not gender. The two terms, while related, are not interchangeable. Sex refers to the biological differentiating characteristics distinguishing male from female such as the genitalia a person is born with, which may not reflect the actual chromosomal, 20 and xi, underpinnings in the case of ixi and xi humans and the humans who are a haven for both sexes with an external male organ coupled with a female uterus, whereas gender is a set of socially constructed expectations such as gender norms and gender roles that can be bipolar opposites from culture to culture. Incestuous propagation, be it human or non-human, leads to weakened species. In humans, this manifests as increased genetic disorders, reduced fertility, higher infant mortality, smaller adult size, and a host of other deviations detrimental to the overall health of the species. There are species that reproduce exclusively asexually. Each new individual a genetic equivalent of the progenitor, a clone. These beings are neither male nor female. They display none of the primary sexual characteristics or sexual dimorphism present in species that reproduce sexually. Even more interesting, some species, clownfish, moray eels, and other sex change from male to female or female to male during their lifetime. This shift occurs postpartum, after birth, and into adulthood. The changes in these hermaphroditic species include reproductive functions. They are biologically male part of their lives and biologically female during other life seasons. For the most part, though, species propagate by combining male and female genetic material into a new being. In this context, males and females make perfect sense. Outside the need for sexual reproduction, differentiated sex is not necessary. But, what if a species had no need to propagate? What if a being was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow? What if the being was a one-off immortal never needing to breed? Under these scenarios, the concept of male or female or hermaphrodite would be absurd since the sex act is irrelevant. You may counter with the argument that no one or nothing lives forever so the argument is little more than a philosophical ruse to confuse and confound. Though we call her Gaia, the living earth, an amalgamation of all beings, is for all practical purposes immortal and without sex since earth has no need to propagate new earths. If earth were destroyed, we are all up shit creek paddles be damned. Another example for those with a monotheistic bent, the supreme being, God if you will, is a unique entity not confined by the biological imperative to propagate the next generations of gods. As defined by the popular religions, God is immortal, exists outside of time, existed before the beginning, and will still be long after the universe implodes into a massive black hole sucking all life into a singularity. Without the need to propagate, calling God male or female is not only disingenuous, it is utterly stupid having no basis in the reality created by said God where male and female sexes must coexist for species continuation. The label, any label, puts limits on an infinite being, itself an absurdity. By definition, the infinite can't be finite. Male, female, and hermaphrodite are all finite definitions. 
identifying God in terms of male or female castrates the other sex's equally vital characteristics attempting to impose a finite definition on a boundless being. Put simply, God can be neither male nor female. Assigning one or the other sex not only disenfranchises half the human population but also creates a false and damaging hierarchy where one sex can be misconstrued as greater or more important than the other. It's the same idiocy that would ascribe a white skin tone to God. Spirits have no skin, therefore, no need for skin tonality. Biblically, if one takes that book seriously, when God created humankind, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female he created them, and he blessed them and named them humankind when they were created. That image must contain both male and female sexes. By extrapolation, it must also contain the essence of every animal, plant, insect, rock, etc., so, if this God who never changes is associated with a sex, that sex must be simultaneously male and female. This would mean God is an androgynous being. May 23, 2022